0: Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny.
1: And a very good morning to you, New York Vinny. Hanging out with you on another gloomy Saturday morning. I feel like I'm responsible for this. I mean, it hasn't it hasn't stopped raining since I got back to Seattle. I'm starting to worry about this. I'm starting to be a little afraid that um, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe I brought the gloomy weather with me. Nah, it couldn't be that. But I'll tell you what, a lot of people are wearing out their headlights because they're keeping them on all the time, not those little um, LED lights that you get on a new cars, but the actual headlights, which you've got to keep on, your lights and your wipers, when you're driving in this kind of stuff, a very good morning to you. It is uh, Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. We meet here every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, try to get you updated on car culture, do a few fun things, uh, review cars, tell you what you should be buying, what you shouldn't be buying. Sometimes we take phone calls, and uh, we will do a lot more of that starting, uh, we did it last week a little bit, we'll do a lot more of that starting next week, uh, when I'll actually physically be in Seattle permanently. Um, I'm actually back doing the show live from pittsburgh this morning as uh i'm packing up the last few crumbs of my house here uh and uh, heading back out to pittsburgh i will be back there uh, heading back out to seattle i'll be out there permanently never to leave again hopefully um on on uh let's see what is it monday i fly alaska airlines out there and uh It'll be nice to uh, nice to get back home. It's been fun being back in Seattle. There is a bit of sadness about leaving uh, Pittsburgh. It's a, it's a great city. Uh, everything they say about it uh, that's good is true, and everything they say about it that's bad is not true. It's a great place to live. I've made some wonderful friends here, and um, it, there's a little, you know, a tinge of sadness leaving, but Seattle is where I belong or at least so many people have told me, including my inner voice. So here I am back in Seattle, and uh, we are going to have fun. We've got a lot of things planned uh, for uh, this radio program and uh, maybe a few others that I'll be involved with as well, and the podcast. Don't forget, you can get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us uh, on, uh, uh, let's see, what is it, uh, Stitcher, and also on anchor all of those have our podcast on it so if you want to pick up the show there you can do that as well man i'll tell you mo- <laughs> you know i used to help people move all the time i uh i i'm, I'm just beat from moving man i tell you what you hit that certain age and you pick stuff up and it's, and it's a lot heavier than it used to be i mean i used to you know take like a you know, a, 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 a dresser, you know, like a dresser without, you know, we we'll take the drawers out, obviously, take that thing, put it on my back, strap, you know, with a strap, carry it down a couple of flights of stairs and load it into a truck. But, uh eh, eh, good thing I live on the first floor or else I would be screwed, man. <laughs> it's, it's really been tough. And I know, I know, hire people to do it. I know, but. You know, I got that thing from my old man where I can't. You know, yeah, I gotta do it myself. I gotta. I can. I can do this. You know. Well, <laughs> maybe it doesn't work out that way all the time. But at westward ho, we go, as, uh, as Horace Greeley once said, "Go west, young man," and that is exactly what I'm. Uh, I'm doing. I'll be out there with you again uh, to stay on uh, next uh, on Monday. And that's it. That's all with that. We, uh, oh, by the way, thank you for all the responses and, and people who um, got in touch with me uh, with uh, the article that was in the Seattle Times last Saturday. I appreciate uh, the kind thoughts, the support, and uh, we touched a nerve with people, or at least, uh, you know, because we're, we're going through something in Seattle that we've seen happen in other cities, and maybe we thought we were immune to, or maybe we thought we invented a smarter way to fix the problem. But uh, the crime that is going on uh, in Seattle, uh, as far as car break-ins and things like that, um, somehow, some way, we have to figure that out. We have to come up with some way to... to, uh, I don't know, help people out so that they're not committing these crimes. And I guess, you know, listen, we can. that's a political talk and a political talk show and so on and so forth. And so I don't want to get into that here. Uh, the only thing I want to say is thank you for all the support and all the people that just, um, you know, unloaded themselves a little bit and said, hey, you know, was, it's happened to me too. I also want to thank, which was really cool, the people from Toomey, which is the bag that I lost. I talked about that that beautiful little bag that i had that um you know i had all my toiletries in it so on and so forth and they saw the article and sent me a replacement bag How, how nice of them now they have a thing where if you look in the you know in the bag there's a little serial number if somebody finds the bag i guess they call you but i got that bag in 1995 i think i've had four phone numbers in five houses since then so that's a little, uh, a little wild, a little nuts to uh, try to track me down here. But thank you so much to the folks at Tumi uh, for the the uh, bag that they sent. Uh, I so appreciate it. And again, thank you for all your support. Well, coming up in the show, we are going to spend some time this morning talking about Super Bowl commercials, car commercials, because there have been some great ones. Along the way, Scotty Reese of SheDrivesCars.com is going to join us. We'll have the cartoon of the week coming up a little bit later. We will review the Hyundai Palisades, which is um, surprisingly, I think, one of the best SUVs I've been in in a long time. So we will jump into that uh, as well coming up in the show. But let's do a real quick um, top five this morning. Time now for this week's top five the five things you need to know about cars and car culture this week. All right, well, the biggest news of the week, I think, in the automotive world is that the Hummer is back. Uh, We talked about rumors of that happening. You remember the big, bulky Hummer. If you drove one, people would throw eggs at you down the street in West Seattle and so on and so forth. Well, General Motors is going to try to confuse the crap out of environmentalists by coming out with their first all-electric truck, uh, the Hummer EV. Maybe it's atoning for sins, you know. I don't know. Maybe if somebody went to confess or something in the priest stall for your penance, you're going to come up with a Hummer that doesn't pollute the air. But the Hummer EV is on the way. It's coming. It was um, teased this week. The EV... Will showcase the GMC, and it's going to come out as the GMC, which is one of General Motors' you know truck-only brand. Uh, the design and engineering potential. This is from their press release. It will have 1,000 horsepower, 11,500 pound-feet of torque, and zero to 60 miles per hour in three seconds. Yeah. That's going to be a fast truck. It's uh, if, if it comes out the way they're saying it is, and it will be revealed on May 20th in Michigan, it'll be built in Michigan at the General Motors Detroit Hamitrac, uh assembly plant, if that actually, and they're going to air a spot for it in the Super Bowl in the second quarter, it will, um, it's going to change the game. Uh, I think you are going to see more and more, and, and I know that we... Uh, talk about electric cars on this show and so on and so forth but your electric cars right now are, are permeating. i mean you can buy an electric kona from hyundai you can buy electric but you can't uh, uh ford is coming out with an electric truck there'll be an all-electric bronco rivian has a beautiful truck they've partnered up with ford so you will have probably within and of course there's tesla and their pickup truck, which I don't still don't know if it's a joke or it's for real, but you're going to have five pickup trucks on the market probably by the end of this year uh, that will be all electrics. And I think that's, uh, that's good news for the people that are proponents of electric vehicle. Look, folks, uh, electric is the way this thing is going to go. There's, uh, there's no denying it that electric is going to be the way that uh, that we are going to see uh, the, the car world and the truck world go. We're, we've already, uh, the development, the battery development. Now, of course, that's going to bring up another question of where you put and what you do with these batteries, but that seems to be the way it's going to go. So that's going to be our top five. We'll do a short one because we're going to air a, a couple of Super Bowl commercials for you as well as talk to Scotty Reese coming up next. Um, this is Drive Time. I'm New York Vinnie, 1150 KKNW.
0: It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese! Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk, 1150.
1: There you go, little Johnny Cash to get us back into it here on Drive Time Radio. New York Vinny, hanging out with you. It is a beautiful, (laughs) because that's what I'm doing now. I'm calling the rainy weather beautiful. The the gray weather, the dark weather, beautiful. Super Bowl commercials are coming up because the Super Bowl is coming up tomorrow. So uh, we always have the memorable commercials that, uh, and this year will be no exception. The only thing now is you get to see a lot of the commercials in advance. So that's one thing that you have to, uh, you know, put up with now, because in our world we have to know thing about things before they happen, uh, when they happen. But one of my favorite all-time commercials. Though, let's bring a good friend of mine who is uh, the uh, proprietor and, and main writer at uh, A Girl's Guide to Cars. I think I said in the at uh, the wrong website. I'll put it in my uh, Facebook page. On my Facebook page, in a couple of minutes, Scotty Reese joins us, who used to keep and still does keep track of all of this kind of stuff, Rad Week, and several other publications. Scotty, good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning, Vinny. I'm great. I am great.
1: Are you all ready for that now? Are you a, do you watch the game or do you, or do you watch the commercials? <laughs>
2: I watch the commercials, and I cheer for the game. But I I will say I'm there for the commercials. It's long been in my household shh, 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 moment <laughs> when the commercials come on.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, and I know a lot of people, and I think, you know, purposely so, because it keeps, you know, if you're not into football, you have something at least to watch. And if you're into football, uh, if you're a 49er fan, obviously you're going to be. Um, watching the game, a Chiefs fan, you're going to be watching the game, a football fan, you're going to be watching the game. But it gives you something to breathe a little bit while you're watching the game. So um, a little something there for everybody. Uh, Car makers, car manufacturers spend just absolutely more money than the GDP of most small countries on these ads, don't they? They sure do.
2: And it's worth noting that it's not just what they spend on the ads in the games but it's what they spend all year with the NFL. So we may see three or four ads from one brand. That's really sort of the tip of the iceberg of what they're spending for football. But often advertisers will buy that football commitment so that they can get ads in the Super Bowl. It is the absolute largest audience that you can get anywhere. And people sit through the commercials. They pay attention to the commercials. They talk about them. They share them with their friends on Facebook they become memes they become the tip of the iceberg of a campaign that plays throughout the year so it really is um, it really is a, a very important point in their ad campaign and their marketing strategy is the Super Bowl
1: Scotty reaches with us from a girls guide to cars.com and a great website if you uh, if you should jump on it whether you're male or female jump on it and take a look at a lot of good information there. Um, What constitutes a successful commercial for an automaker?
2: So interesting that you asked that. A few years ago, uh, the chief marketing officer of Chevrolet told us that they knew their commercial. This was when they did a campaign in the Super Bowl for Silverado and focused actually on women towing horse trailers. There were a lot of horses. There was a lot of beautiful scenery. But they knew their campaign was successful when immediately they saw people going on Facebook and commenting on their on their commercials and when they saw people going to the website. So they knew that they had an immediate success, and they knew that their, their spots resonated with people. Um, we'll look at the um, – if you look at the, the Genesis um, ads that will roll out, in the super bowl we've seen some of them i think they're mostly we've seen teasers i think there are more that we'll see during the game that we haven't seen yet um and they're basically they brought in john legend and chrissy keegan to um throw a sending a, a going away party for old luxury and so genesis their whole uh with the they just revealed this week the new uh suv the gv80 and they had a huge reveal event in Miami for that. Lots of celebrities right before the Super Bowl, a lot of Super Bowl um, players, football players, and, and people associated with the game were there. And so they were able to create this big splash. And that is the tip of the iceberg for what we're going to see from Genesis over the coming year. And that's been a pretty, um, a pretty, uh, um, Big strategy for both Hyundai, which owns Genesis, and Genesis and Kia. Over the last few years, Um, Hyundai has invested heavily in NFL football, and they've been the official car brand of NFL football for the last four years. And we've seen that they're big. They've been able to um, launch a strategy at the Super Bowl. So last year, it was launching their Hyundai Assurance program. Meaning, if you buy a Hyundai, you feel very, you can feel all the confidence in the world that the car will perform, and if it doesn't, they'll take care of it. That the buying process will be simplified, and that you will love all of it. Um, so they launched that last year in the Super Bowl. This year, the company's focus is to uh, say goodbye to old luxury and introduce new luxury. So we're just getting the idea now that that's what they're doing, and throughout the year. I expect what we'll see is John Legend and Chrissy Teigen probably um, spearheading some of this messaging about what new luxury is—not only the look and feel, but the experience that you have as a as a customer. So, it's a good kickoff.
1: We're talking Super Bowl. Sorry about that. We're, we're talking Super Bowl commercials with Scotty Reese of Girl's Guide to Cars here on uh, Drive Time Radio. Um, yeah, you know it's funny with that luxury commercial because one of my favorite commercials, and it's, I'm blanking on who it was that did it, but there was a commercial maybe about eight or ten years ago that did a takeoff on. It was Audi, I believe. Uh, yes, it was Audi. Now that I'm thinking about it, it did a takeoff on The Godfather, and it had uh, the, <laughs> the scene where Hyman Wolf is in the bed, and you know he, he he's got grease you know, all over him, like in the movie where the the horse head is at the end of the bed, and then he pulls out the sheet, and there's the front of a Rolls Royce sitting there, and then they have an Audi out front, like, driving away from the scene. I thought it was (laughs) obvious, because one of my favorite movies is The Godfather, I thought that it was a great commercial, but that made an impression that stuck, I think, in a lot of people's heads about, uh, you know, when you do a takeoff on something like that, and, if that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to not only have a, a creative commercial, but also make that brand stick in your head for the time that you do buy a car. Because not everybody's going to go out and buy a car the day after the Super Bowl.
2: Well, you know, it's um, it's interesting. The Super Bowl, it, the commercials are really mini movies, and and they take a very cinematic approach to creating these commercials because they want you to watch it offline, uh, you know, away from the show. They want you to watch it on your computer or your phone. Um, they want you to share it on social media, but they want it to resonate with you. And the thing about the Godfather is how many scenes in the Godfather can you quote verbatim? How many commercials can you do you see in a day that you can even remember you saw? So <laughs> there's a big a big difference there between what you what you embrace and remember and what just flies by you and has absolutely no impact at all. And that's what they're trying to achieve with the Super Bowl. And, to, I mean, it's, you know, clearly clearly it resonated because 10 years later you still remember it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now there's a commercial that's making the rounds of social media if you're on Facebook, Twitter, even in news <laughs> programs are, are showing it uh, with, um, is it John Krasinski and Rachel Dratch, and I forget who the third person is in the commercial. Chris
2: Again, Evans. taking yep.
1: on something that we that we all know about. Uh, or we all heard before, and I've, I've gotten it, uh, you know, a million times, and I'm not from Boston, but the phrase park the car, where everybody is, uh, you know, <laughs> said, when, when, oh, I'm from Boston. Oh, say park the car. Well, it's such an American thing that uh, Hyundai, for their Sonata, is introducing one of their new features using that catchphrase that America knows already. Park the car. That's right.
2: It's a, a, if you haven't car. seen the commercials, it's worth it to go and and look at it on YouTube. It's so funny, and this is a strategy that that Hyundai has had for a few years now. You might remember they had, um, uh, uh, let's see, well Kevin Hart, the actor, actually doing Genesis a couple of years ago. Uh, they had Jason Bateman right. last year, and they had um, Ryan Gosling, I think, or Ryan Reynolds. I can't remember. I can I can't ever tell the difference between the two. But one of them uh, for a Hyundai. Um, showing off the, um, the smart features, uh, in the, the, the driver assistance, uh, smart safety features in the Hyundai. Um, so they've, they've long, you know, the last few years, they've really invested in star power. And these ads are great because they, they'll spend $5 million on the 30-second commercial in the Super Bowl. You know, a couple of years ago, was $4 million. Um, hiring these actors is not cheap. Um, there's probably the total cost of producing these commercials is probably in the millions, but they will use this creative throughout the year. So it really is a good investment to have these actors, but they are so funny and it's not even, you know, who else is in that ad is big poppy. Big poppy um, is in right. there and there's another, there's a teaser where they have Rachel Dratch trying to teach him how to uh, speak with the Boston accent. And it's not easy. Because <laughs> he's from the Caribbean. He's from the Dominican <laughs> Republic. <laughs> so, it's, uh, so, so it's really What great. works
1: best, Scotty? Um, what works best, you know, humor or I, I think humor, or serial? The-
2: I would say humor because humor, the funny commercials can play out. They tend to have longer legs. They tend to um, play out throughout the year and be shared more on social media than the sentimental ones. So I think those are more effective, but not every ad can take a humorous approach. And so a couple of ads that I, I um, hope that you'll find this year that are going to pull heartstrings, the WeatherTech commercial about a dog, I'm not going to give it away, but that will make everybody in the room teary. Um, Toyota is going to preview an ad uh, or we will have an ad in the Super Bowl for the Highlander. We know that they haven't previewed the ad, Um Audi will have an ad that they haven't previewed, and I think that that is not – I don't know that it's humorous. It's about their technology. So it may be humorous. It may not be. Uh, but I think the ones that um, the ones that are humorous are the ones that, that, res, that have the legs. But I think the ones that are sentimental are the ones that endear us more to the brand, that make us think more deeply about, can I live with that brand? So they have a different impact, and they have a different effect over long term. But I think the reason that Chevrolet went for the, um, the sincere approach with the horses and the trailering was because people would remember that as they think about what they need in a truck. And if it's humor, if it, if it's humor, if it's funny, they may laugh at the ad, but they're not necessarily going to think, Oh, I need a truck that's funny or it, it made me laugh. So I'll buy that truck. So they're very different impacts. I think that they think about that um, very deeply. When they go to produce the ad, you know, interesting, something that you said uh, earlier, we get to see all the ads in advance. This year, there are fewer ads that were released before the Super Bowl than in in like the last 15 years. And normally about three quarters of the ads are released before the game. This year, only 25 percent have been released. So this is a year you're going to have to pay attention and watch the commercials, Vinny.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. You mean I can't watch the 49ers, son, and, and, and the Chiefs? I'm going to have to pay. You know, when I have to pay attention, it's always a problem for me. A, a, a couple of years ago, Scott. You know, you know me, you know this. A, a couple of years ago, uh, Chrysler made a big faux pas with one of their commercials. I think the intention was good, but they invoked the image and used the image of Dr. Martin Luther King in a commercial, and it got him in a little bit of hot water. I, I particularly didn't see the problem with it, but a lot of people did see a problem with that commercial. Um, how I, I guess these companies really have to be careful about, I mean, with any commercial, obviously, but about tr- trying to tug on the right heartstrings when they do a spot like that instead of the wrong heartstrings.
2: Yep. It's so much easier to be funny than to be sincere, isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, Chrysler yeah. Chrysler got some some negative feedback for that, um, and I and I think largely most people felt like it was um, uh, it was appropriate, but there were a lot of people who felt like using his words and his image were not appropriate for marketing anything. So they, they, it's a little bit of um, of. Um, Special ground, or um, you know, it's it's Martin Luther King Jr.'s. um, He he's not someone who I think you want to invoke in marketing in in a very light way, and so I I think that they tried to frame that message um, in a very honest and sincere way. But you know, when you're if you're using someone else's likeness and words for marketing, um, it's it's always a risk. So. We're probably, I think going forward, probably less likely to see something like
1: that. What's your favorite commercial of all time?
2: Oh, my gosh. I I can tell you a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know if I can tell you my favorite <laughs> one. I think, that, I think the one that still stands out as the most poignant was actually for Apple Computer, the 1984 commercial where Apple basically... Announced that they were going to disrupt the future um, with this, and and they actually introduced, very much walked in the cinematic um, approach to Super Bowl advertising um, with this very long commercial that was based on the book 1984, um, and announcing that they were interrupting the, they were going to disrupt the future. Um, I think that was probably. Um, the one that changed it for, for all of us. Um, when it comes to car ads, I will say there was one that I didn't like, and it was um, something, it was a Volkswagen one where the uh, engineers got their wings, and it was so, something along the lines of every time someone buys a Volkswagen, an engineer gets their wings, and it was very funny. They would show an engineer in the elevator with other people, and these wings would pop out from his back. And the thing that I didn't love about it was um, it came right on the heels of the diesel scandal. So they did not um, sh- they didn't shift their strategy after getting caught with that. And then they also um, they also there were no women. So it was a very um, it was a very um, misogynist kind of approach to advertising advertising. I think what one of the reasons that sticks out in my mind is that they've changed a lot since then. They've really shifted their view. Um, I think they kind of. I think you kind of look back at that ad and go, "Wow, that company's changed a lot." So, I think that's uh, that's one of my stands out in my mind. This Sunday, one of the ones that I've seen, like a lot of them, we haven't seen. There's going to be a Hummer ad, as you said. Um right. Audi will have an ad. Toyota will have an ad. There'll be others, other car ads that we haven't even heard about, I think. That's my expectation. Um, but there is a Porsche ad. Porsche hasn't been in the Super Bowl in, since 1997. And they have, Porsche is just on fire right now. Their product is amazing. They, their um, sales are very strong. Their customers um, are really impassioned and enthusiastic about Porsche right now and they're their their runaway sellers are the SUVs and then now they're they are introduced the Taycan which is the Tesla killer and it starts at around $100,000 so about the top price of a Tesla S and goes up to almost 200 so much more expensive than a Tesla and all the Porsche fit and finish and performance that people expect And so they're going to have a a commercial, which you can see on YouTube now. So it's out Um, a little cheeky and a lot of fun. But I think some of these ads where they show um, the cars driving and racing are a little bit lost because we don't really drive like that. But they took a very cinematic, almost a James Bond approach to this, and it's really fun. So I think if you like cars, you'll really like the Porsche commercial.
1: Scotty, quickly, tell me a little bit about a girl's guide to cars. I know we have a lot of women listeners. Uh, well, and uh, again, as I said before, I think guys should check out this website, too.
2: Forty <laughs> percent of our readers are men, a Forty percent. So we, we approach cars on women's point of view. Um, we call it cars in women's terms. But really, it's very human-centric. So we tend to not use a lot of the lingo that engineers and, and some of the other automotive sites use and we take a very human centric approach to how we look at cars, how we live our lives in cars, how our cars perform for us in terms of um, enabling the things that we do, whether it's, you know, weekends off the grid or just getting, you know, our kids and our groceries and our dog and, you know, the routine of family life, making it work easily and without a lot of hassle. So we review, we have a, a about 40 different women who review cars for us. They are not car experts. They're real human beings, and they take a, a very um, human and, and lifestyle-centric approach to how we live our lives in cars. When they review every car that we write about, and we write about everything that appeals to how we just how the cars are a part of our lives. We write about the Super Bowl commercials, but we also review every car, the Highlander, which you'll see in a commercial on Sunday. We've reviewed that, so. Um, pretty much any car that is going to be in the Super Bowl, you can go to, except for the Kia Celtics. That's the only one we haven't reviewed. But you can go to A Girl's Guide to Cars and find a story about that car. Um, and I hope that as you're watching the Super Bowl and watching those commercials if something is interesting to you, that you'll come to us and um, and check it out.
1: Maybe one of these years, a girl's guide to cars will have a, a a Super Bowl commercial of it. So we'll go half and half. We'll have a half <laughs> drive time. It'll be you and me in a car going somewhere. Right. Scott
2: oh, Scotty, go. it's good to talk.
1: There you go. It's good to talk to you, Scotty. Thanks so Thank much you, for Vinnie. jumping on for a couple of minutes. Thank you. Yep. All right, Scotty Reese from a girl's guide to cars talking about Super Bowl television car commercials, which we'll see. I'll, I'll be interested in seeing what your Favorite one is what your favorite commercials are. There's so much, have so much become a part of our life. All right, quick break here. We come back. We got the cartoon of the week for you. It's Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for safety, always buckle up Pull your seat snug, give an extra tug
2: Buckle up for safety, buckle up Buckle up for safety, buckle up Buckle up for safety, always buckle up Show the world you care, buy
1: the belt you wear Buckle up for safety when you're driving Buckle up, buckle up for safety, buckle up Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. Put your mind at ease, tell your riders,
2: please. Get your seatbelts, buckled. everybody, buckle
1: up. The National Safety Council says seat belts can and do save lives every day. Buckle up for safety, everybody, buckle up.
0: Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk AM 1150.
1: My pappy said, "Son, you're gonna drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln." And it's drive time. Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW New York. Vinny hanging out with you. Coming up, we'll review the Hyundai Palisade. Boy, Hyundai get a lot of airtime on the show? Hyundai and Genesis uh, this week. Super Bowl weekend. Kind of weird for me, too, because, you know, speaking about music, every Super Bowl weekend for so many years I did a baseball music special uh, down in the Bay Area and uh, when I was down there, and it was uh, kind of crazy. did it a couple of times up uh, in Seattle here as well. All right, our cartoon of the week, Bondo Jones, a tribute to uh, Demolition Derby drivers, the artist Tim Wilson, who uh, was a comedian but also had a musical career as well, short – uh, career actually he was only really around for about uh, I don't know uh, ten years or so. Passed away in 2014, uh, but but uh, among many songs that uh, he wrote and produced, uh, bondo Jones, a tribute to uh, demolition derby drivers, is the one that we heard right there. He's also responsible for a baseball song too, the Ballad of John Rocker. Could imagine. Uh, what that must be, Uh, and also the Atlanta rhythm section uh, actually was uh, the people playing behind him in that song, so uh, that is our cartoon of the week, Uh, Bondo Jones, and um, I'm sure you can uh, go on uh, Amazon Music or uh, any of the music services and get that one as well, so um, every week we do uh, a song. Car related songs, something you can hum to, something you can sing to, or sometimes we get a little serious with them, uh, like with Old 55 with Tom Waits a few weeks ago. But, uh, but after all, cars and music, what goes together more than cars and music? We all get in a car and sing to the radio, huh? good or bad. All right, quick break here. We come back, we'll talk about the Hyundai Palisade. I'm very excited. Uh, to talk about this suv because uh, as uh, mid-sized to big suvs go i think this one uh, may shoot right up to the top of the heap so uh, it is drive time it is a saturday morning gloomy out there but your radio is sunshining birds are chirping and cars are rolling right here on alternative talk 1150 kknw
0: No matter how you say it, cruce con la verde el medio pierde. It always means the same thing. Attraversate verde, mai nel mezzo della strada.
1: Cross at the green, not in between. Get de Gas, no, when green. Need air get in mitten vom Block. It means cross at the corner, never in the middle of the block. Don't walk until the light turns green. Always cross at corners where motorists expect you and where you can see them. Cross at the green, not in between. In any language, it's a way of life.
0: Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. Use your eyes to look up, use your ears to hear. Walk up to the corner when the coast is clear. And wait, and wait, until you see the light turn green. Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle of the block. Don't cross the street in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com.
1: Back with you here on Drive Time Radio. Thank you so much for joining us on this Saturday morning. New York Vinny here with you, hanging out. I hope you're listening in your car and or at home. Get ready to go out and uh, take on the world today. Is uh, It is gloomy, but uh, listen, it's, uh, it is what it is out there and We try to keep you warm. You probably want to mark your calendars if you uh, feel like it for uh, the 20th and uh, 20. Actually, the 20th and 21st that weekend, the Portland Auto Show is going to be happening. I'll be down there on uh, the 19th, uh, actually on the 20th to uh, preview it, and the 22nd, uh, which is uh, um, two three weeks from now, we will. Talk to some people down there and get an idea what uh, what is special down at the Portland Auto Show. But if you're uh, into car shows and stuff like that, the Portland Auto Show is coming up uh, on the 20th, Thursday the 20th, so... Make a note if you're uh, passing through or want to go down there to uh, take a look at uh, that. Also, a lot of other different events are starting to come up, swap meets and things like that. We'll, uh, we're going to try endeavor in the next um, week or so uh, to try to get you the information for next week and start a little calendar each week to let you know who is, uh, you know, what's going on. As far as events, because we are starting to head into, believe it or not, that time of year where people uh, start to work on their cars or they're working on them already and get them ready for the upcoming season. I hope to be able to uh, a couple of Saturday mornings, at least this upcoming summer, uh, be able to do the show live out from the Triple X Root Beer, which is one of my favorite places uh, to go out in Issaquah and uh, come on out and uh, hang out and Bring your car and bring the family, and we do the show uh, live from the Triple X Root Beer. So that'll be something uh, that will be on our agenda as well. Get a chance to go out there and actually meet you and, uh, you know, talk to the fans. I love doing that. It's one of my favorite things to do. And um, we will uh, we will let you know as soon as we have all of the particulars for that together. All right, time now for the road test. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good,
0: the bad, and the ugly.
1: All right, uh, the Hyundai Palisade. It's a 2020 model. Um, wow. It's it's all you can really say about this car is wow. It is such an unexpected pleasure because you know, in your mind, when you think of a big SUV. I don't think you're thinking of Hyundai right off. You're thinking of the traditional, the Ford, the Chevy, the Dodge. Well, maybe not so much Dodge, but the Toyota, Um, you know, the Nissan. You think of all of these different vehicles that have been around for a long time. Uh, But Hyundai, along with Kia, decided to get into the bigger three-row SUV business. And let me tell you something, Hyundai has done it. With a splash, if you're looking for a three-row SUV that has a lot going for it and gives you a good bang for the buck, uh, the Hyundai Palisade is spectacular. It's, it's hard to um, uh, describe how wonderful the week that I spent in this vehicle was. From the outside, very unique styling in the front. It's got the big Hyundai grille sitting out there. Uh, beautiful lines on this side it doesn't have that slab look too and it's got uh, some nice curves around the wheel wells and uh, uh, a lower line that upsweeps it together and a roof that kind of runs down um, the back to the back lowers itself down a little bit uh, and a rear that is uh, very unique looking and so it doesn't look like everything else out there it looks big it drives big uh, but it looks different than most everything else out there. But outside is not where you're gonna make your bones with the Hyundai Palisade. You're gonna make your bones uh, with this car with two things. Number one, how does it ride? How do people feel comfortable inside of it? Uh, Is the third row accessible? And how does it drive? What is the, um, and what is the feature? What are the things that are in this vehicle uh, that are gonna set it apart from anything else. So when you get inside this vehicle, you sit down, the first thing you notice is how roomy it is, how comfortable it is, and the grade of materials used in the interior. Look, you spend a lot of time inside the car, not outside the car, right? So when you get in the car, you want to feel luxurious, and the Hyundai Palisade does that in big style. The seats are comfortable, they're supportive, the materials used in the seats are good. They heat, they cool with the upper trim packages. Uh, they bolster, so on a long trip when you're driving this thing uh, to Kingdom Coming back, it's a comfortable car. Your legs don't hurt. You don't get tired. You don't feel like you're, um, you know, like like you're you're cramped in or anything like that. You can stretch out. Visibility is good all around. Uh, The three rows of seats are easily accessible, especially with the power seats uh, in the middle where they just come up. Back seat is surprisingly roomy, uh, not just for kids, but for adults. I mean, you know, if I'm seven feet tall, I probably don't want to sit back there. But if I'm six feet tall, I think I'll do okay in the back seat as long as we're not going coast to coast. So a lot of room in the back seat and a lot of cargo room as well. You can fit half of your household in the back of this thing. I was amazed at how much cargo room uh, was in this vehicle. Uh, when uh, you know, you know, when I started loading a bunch of stuff in it, it seats seven or eight people, depending on whether you get the uh, uh, second seat as a bench seat or you get the captain's chairs. Uh, but again, the first two rows are maybe the most spacious in this class. It, it really is, um, and, and the thing I like about it too is that it's not just comfortable. But they put there's so many fine little touches in the Palisade. There are um, uh, USB ports in the back of the front seat, so that people riding in the second row or even the third row can plug their phones or their devices in and charge them. Well, you hardly ever see. I, I mean, I think that's the first probably I've seen in the back of the seat uh the um the usb ports and uh, again back seats are comfortable it doesn't feel like you're sitting on a hard seat there's air vents there's um cup holders. second row uh, climate control the rear seats are ventilated and i said the power folding third row seats also in the interior one thing that i really liked, i actually put it on my uh put it on the uh, drive time facebook page is when you use the turn signal, turn left or turn right, or you're, you're going to change lanes, it gives you in the dashboard a picture of the blind spot. Not just the blind spot detection light, but you can actually see that blind spot that's on your right or on your left so that you can make the decision not just by the light, which most people are okay with, but it feels comfortable when you can look and take a look at what it does. 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster gives you uh, the, ability, the ability to put that in there, and I think it's one of the neatest things um, that I've seen in Avila. It's got the Bluetooth. It's got um, navigation. It's got a, a, a large, easy-to-use navigation, and, of course, it's got Apple Play Android play and so on and so forth. How does it run? 291 horsepower, 3.8 liter V6. Got an eight-speed automatic. It's uh, a good lo- responsive drive team, drivetrain. It's listen, it's not a race car, it's an SUV. You're gonna get in this thing, you're gonna hit the gas, you drop it into sports mode if you want to feel like you got a little bit of a sports car feeling to it, and it's um it's, it'll do everything you want it to do. It gets on the highway quickly with four people in it. Uh, it uh, moves along at uh, a good clip. It's easy to handle. It, 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 as a matter of fact, it doesn't handle as large as it is, which is, I think, really cool. If you get the front-wheel drive only, Palisade, you get 19 miles per gallon in the city. If uh, you go for the four-wheel drive, expect that number To go down a bit, it has all of the safety suite, including uh, that you would expect, including a uh, cruise control and a lane keeping system uh, that's almost autonomous driving. I mean, you set the thing, it'll keep you in the lane. Use it along with the Distronic cruise control, and uh, it really, um, uh, you know, is is I think one of the safest cars to drive out there. It'll tow up to five thousand pounds five-year, 60,000-mile warranty and a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. And the um, feds have not tested the 2020 Palisade yet. So there's no numbers on that. It is built uh, in... Let's see, this one's not built in America. It's built in South Korea. But it is, um, uh, you know, again, three trim levels. It'll run you uh, probably, if you're going to get it fully decked out in the mid-40s, and again, I think when you look at this SUV, you see uh, such a complete job that was done on this thing, especially if you go with the premium package uh, and you get the uh, the best one that's out there, uh, there's everything you could possibly want. It's comfortable, it's stable, it makes you feel in control all the time, it's good looking, it's anything you want. In a midsize SUV, and again, it's um, you know it's not a sports car, but if you have a family and you're in the market for that type of SUV, and you uh, want to go with uh, a Hyundai uh, or a Kia Telluride, which uh, we'll review at a future date, it really is uh, it, it goes to the top of the pack, and certainly bears looking at if you are in the market. For that particular model of uh, car. They're a little heavy. They come in at 4,300 pounds and it's 16 feet long. Uh, And hopefully they'll uh, get that self-parking technology in there too. But that is the drive time road test for this week. It is, um, uh, again, uh, and there are all lease deals on these things, by the way, too, right now. So uh, if you are interested in one, uh, go see your local Hyundai dealer, and I'm sure that they will uh, be able to hook you up. But uh, a, a very, very fine SUV is the Hyundai Palisade. All right, that's uh, going to wrap this one up. Uh, as I said, uh, my last uh, day in Pittsburgh today, so I will be back in the city on Monday to stay and uh, hopefully we will get uh, some remotes going as soon, so we can get out there and meet you and greet you. And uh, we thank you so much. Go to our social media pages at Drive Time uh, Radio and TV on Facebook, uh, DT Tweet, uh, or NYVinny on Twitter, or also on Instagram at NYVinny as well. Thank you so much to Michael Roberge, who. Um, Did a spectacular job today. This poor guy, Michael, back at the studio, I run him ragged. He runs like crazy all the time, but you know what? He's the best, man, and without him, this show wouldn't happen. So thank you so much, Michael. We will catch up with you next week here on Drive Time. If the Lord's Will and the Creek don't rise, right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW.